This week we're talking about how you can write a book and get paid for it. This is Mega Maker, episode eight. Uh, hey, folks, welcome back to the Mega Maker Show Wednesday edition. Justin Jackson here. Hope you're having a good day. Had a slow start to the day myself. Just wanted to get right into creative work first thing in the morning, but that didn't happen. I'm not sure if you've ever gotten bogged down by administrivia, emails, and I, I had to register an SSL certificate. That was a load of fun, and I hate stuff like that. It's the stuff that is kind of around you know, the creative work. It needs to get done so the creative work can happen, but it just always feels like an obstacle to me. But now I have all of that out of the way, and here I am in the sound booth making a podcast for you, which is what I like to do. Uh, up ahead, I'm going to update you on the t-shirt sales numbers for the Mega Maker shirt, and I'm also going to announce this week's Maker Project, which I'll be launching on February 10th. But first of all, I wanted to share this clip with you. You know, we've been talking about this question. Can you do the creative things that you love and make a living doing those things? My name is Sarah Jackson, and I'm a designer illustrator and maker, and I have been trying to answer this question full-time for the past 10 years. Obviously, the answer is going to be unique uh, and complex based on who's asking it, and I mean, depends what you're creating and how many people want that thing um, and are willing to pay money for it. But I do have two general kind of like base level rules that I would apply to anyone in this situation, so I will share them with you now. One, it is always, always worth pursuing the things that you love, because otherwise, what is the point of waking up in the morning every day? So always pursue the things you love, uh, always. Number two, sometimes you're going to have to get creative about how you're going to make that creative thing work for you in a monetary way. I think often what you envision at the beginning is not at all what it ends up looking like at the end. So you're going to have to get creative and think outside the box in terms of how you're going to use this creativity and these things that you love in a way that will make you money. That's it. Good luck. I loved that advice, and not just because Sarah Jackson is my sister. I actually have two younger sisters and a younger brother. Maybe I'll get them all on the show somehow. But I just loved how she put that, and it segues well into what we're going to talk about today. So let's start with some follow-up. On Saturday, we launched the Mega Maker t-shirt. And the way we did that is instead of ordering a bunch of shirts and then guessing at the sizes and trying to then ship them out from my house. Uh, by the way, I asked my wife if we could run a t-shirt warehouse out of our garage, and she said, No. So having print-on-demand was perfect for our situation. People could go to store.megamaker.co, choose their shirt, choose their size. That information got sent automatically to theprintful.com, who are producing the shirts one at a time and shipping them out for me. I set the price of the shirts low, it was $25 per shirt, plus I gave everyone a $5 coupon, and I knew that I would be making essentially no money. I think I make a dollar per shirt if I'm lucky. So what were the final results? Well, 
I have sold 30 shirts so far. Now, this gives me all sorts of information. First of all, it shows that there is demand for Mega Maker shirts. There's 30 people that were willing to go out and buy them after just hearing it on a podcast episode. That's awesome. Second of all, it gave me information about sizing. 57% ordered a men's medium, 29% ordered a men's large, 7% ordered XL, 7% ordered double XL, and 14% ordered a women's shirt. This gives me the information I need to make financial decisions on the things I make. So I may be able to get the cost of the shirt down if I order in bulk. For example, Sasha Grafe uh, recommended I check out threadbird.com. And then I could include, okay, fulfillment and warehousing and all those things. And maybe the Printful is still the best deal and I just need to raise the price of my shirt. And then they just direct print each one and send them out to folks. I also realized uh, I had two orders fail. Uh, Thankfully, they were both friends of mine uh, because address verification didn't work. For whatever reason, the Printful couldn't parse Japanese or Swedish mailing addresses. So that took some time and I would have to factor that in. Do I want to keep dealing with those problems? So stay tuned. I will keep this podcast coupon open until Saturday. So until Saturday, you can order a Mega Maker shirt, $5 off. Uh, Saturday, the price goes up and the coupon goes away. The coupon code is podcast. All right, let's get into this week's Maker Challenge. I know that a lot of you have thought about writing your own book. And the general consensus is that authors don't make that much money. In fact, there's a great article in Salon. I'll put the link in show notes, megamaker.co slash eight. The article's by a author named Patrick Wensink, whose book Broken Piano for President shot to the top of the bestsellers list on Amazon back in 2013. Uh, For a while, he was number six, right behind Fifty Shades of Grey. And he reveals in this article how much money he made over that year having a best-selling book on Amazon. Ready for it? $12,000. That's it. And that could be pretty depressing for those of us that want to earn a living from the things we write, because this fellow achieved the dream. He was at the top of the Amazon bestselling list. Well, in 2012, something happened in the design community, and this was noticed by a young Nathan Barry, who I'll be talking about in a bit. Two designers who I admire very much, uh, Sasha Grief and Jared Drysdale, uh, we released design ebooks on the same day. I would say it was like March 25th, 2012, or something like that. And I just sat back and looked at that and went, wait a second. You made like six grand in 48 hours, and you made eight grand in 48 hours, and neither of you have an audience that's that much bigger than mine. And Nathan took what he learned from that observation and turned it into a profitable writing career. He wrote Designing Web Applications, and most recently, a book called Authority, which you should definitely check out if you're interested in writing a book. And one of the key things that Nathan learned that I'd like to share with you, this is kind of the key takeaway from this episode, is to, before you even start writing, set up a landing page with a sign-up form so that people who are interested in learning more about the book can be a part of the process as you write it. But in my case, I was starting to work on a book. 
And so I said, I'm writing a book about designing iPhone applications. Sign up here. And in that, I think people actually had something to rally around. You know, they're like, oh, I want to read that book. Yes, I'll sign up. Or this guy must know what he's talking about with design because he's writing a book on the topic. So there's some instant credibility, some actual reason to sign up other than follow the random projects I'm working on. Um, and then there's also intention there where I said, sign up to, you know, to hear more about this book. And like there's an implied so that you can buy it. Since this interview in 2013, Nathan and I have become friends. We ended up doing a self-publishing hangout with Sasha Grafe, the other fellow he mentioned. Uh, I'm going to put that in the show notes as well because it's a great resource for those of you that are thinking about writing a book. But Nathan's advice helped me launch my first little book, and I wrote a few other little books. And then this past summer, I released a book called Marketing for Developers. And that launch is one of the reasons I'm able to dedicate all this time to Mega Maker right now, because it is literally providing for my family. And I released it for a very niche audience, software engineers. But as soon as I did that, I started to get emails from people who were not software engineers who really got a lot out of it. Marketing for Developers was a great little ebook insightful and fun with lovely little tasty bits of practical information which even I was able to implement and uh, get going on with my own projects. And so people have been asking me if I could rewrite the book for a non-engineering audience and that's what I'm doing this week as my maker project. I'm going to be launching Marketing for Product People on February 10th. If you want to check out a sample chapter go to justinjackson.ca slash marketing for product people. I'll be sharing more practical tips along the way, especially on this Saturday's episode. So stay tuned for that. Click subscribe in your podcast player to get every episode. We're also going to be launching a longer term book writing challenge. To sign up for that, go to megamaker.co slash challenge. This theme music is by Stryker. They are releasing a brand new heavy metal album. Stryker-metal.com is their website. Go and pre-order it and let them know that I sent you. Thanks to Paul Ferguson and my sister Sarah Jackson for calling in this week. Our podcast hosting is provided by Simplecast.fm. And hey, folks, I've been getting so many tweets from you, people that are listening to the show right now who are tweeting me at MI Justin, that's the letter M, the letter I, Justin, and saying, hey, I'm listening to the show, and I'm from Australia, New Zealand, Japan, all over the place. If you are listening to the show right now, send me a tweet. I'd love to hear from you. And we are still in our first eight weeks in the iTunes store. We just hit number 17 in the arts category. If you want to help other makers find the show, you can leave a review in iTunes just by going to megamaker.co slash review. Thanks so much. We will see you on Saturday. Welcome to the Maker News Network. Today's top story, millionaire Ronald Rump has just announced a bid to take over the Mega Maker podcast as president. We join his campaign speech now. Listen, Justin's a nice person. I like him. But he can't make 
this Mega Maker podcast great again. You know, he, he had a strong start at the beginning, but he, he is only 15 on the iTunes arts charts. Art! Come on, that's the minor leagues. If you want to make this show great again, you need a businessman. You need a businessman who carries a concealed weapon. You need a businessman who carries a concealed weapon who's not afraid to shoot it on a podcast. And as you know, Justin is a Canadian, and I, I think that's really hurting him here. So my first act as president of the Mega Maker podcast will be to build a wall around Justin so he can't get out. And then probably, probably what I'll do is go down to Staples and buy a Blue Yeti microphone, and I'll, I'll start recording. I'll, I'm a hard worker. I'll start working on Monday. Well, there you have it. What will happen next in this amazing Mega Maker presidential race? Stay tuned to this channel to find out.